escuchas ese rugido, sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Escuchas ese rugido, sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Hi everyone, this afternoon on the marketplace, International Monetary Fund optimistic Ghana's creditors will reach an agreement soon on external debt restructuring. Reuters reports board approval for a deal is likely next week ahead. We hear from Director of Communications of the IMF, Julie Kozak. Financing assurances from official uh, bilateral creditors are necessary for presenting the program to the executive board. Um, we have seen strong progress uh, toward creditors delivering on these financing assurances, and we're hopeful that they can uh, be delivered very rapidly. Also coming up, government pull out of five local banks recapitalized through Ghana Amalgamated Trust next year as it debunks reports of taking over those banks. We don't run the private equity model, but analyze the situation for each bank mm. on a standalone basis because okay. each each company, each bank is a little different. Mm. Uh, and we work with a team. It wasn't just the, the GAT board or the GAT uh, secretariat, but work with a team of advisors uh, in order to do this. Plus, addressing food losses, we hear from the Director General of the Ghana Atomic Energy Commission who says upgrading the country's gamma irradiation facility is critical. This facility can extend the shelf life of your agriculture project, so it means that it can be there for a very long time without getting spoiled. That's what we are encouraging them to do, that if they can collaborate with us in that aspect, then in that case we can reduce these post-harvest losses. International Monetary Fund is optimistic Ghana's creditors, particularly the Paris Club, will reach an agreement with the country on restructuring external debt. This will pave way for board approval of a program for Ghana with the anticipated timeline of May 2023. The approval will enable the country to secure a $3 billion extended credit facility to boost our balance of payment. Here's Director of Communications Julie Kozak speaking at a press conference. As you know, there is an uh, IMF uh, program in place. On December 12, 2022, we reached staff-level agreement with Ghana for a three-year program, ECF, for about $3 billion. Financing assurances from official uh, bilateral creditors are necessary for presenting the program to the executive board. Um, we have seen strong progress uh, toward creditors delivering on these financing assurances, and we're hopeful that they can uh, be delivered very rapidly. Well, Joy Business understands the Paris Club of Bilateral Creditors is meeting with Ghana today. Reuters also reports today that Ghana's official creditors are poised to grant financing assurances and form 
uh, committee co-chaired by France and China. It said the assurances could pave the way for the IMF Executive Board to approve the $3 billion uh, loan next week. Joining us on Zoom is economist and recent lead at GCB Capital, Courage Booty. Good afternoon to you, Courage. What do you make of this latest reporting looking very likely a deal could be sealed next week? You're muted. Sorry about that. Um, good afternoon to your listeners. It has been coming, and it's much closer now than than, than ever. Um, I've looked at the IMF executive board schedule for of this week uh, up until 17th. It didn't include a date for Ghana. Uh, I guess if what we are hearing is true, and if we secure the financing assurances um, this Friday or sometime over the weekend, then most likely, maybe in the next schedule, the seven-day schedule, they will put out, we could see a date for Ghana or sometime before the month ends. That's Appears uh, courage is is frozen there. We'll try and reconnect with him, but uh, he's reacting essentially to uh, news that uh, Ghana is likely to reach a deal with external creditors very soon. We understand right now um, Ghana is in a meeting with the Paris Club of Creditors and so we are with the outcome of that. That could pave way for an IMF deal to be signed, uh, a board approval to be reached next week. Courage is here with us. Uh, Courage, you are making a point? Let me know. Yeah, I can hear you. Well, I, I was saying that, yes, it's been coming. And, of course, the shadow of, of the IMF Executive Board meetings uh, between now and end of, um, I think, 17th of this month, Dean have a shadow for Ghana. But we will look forward to the next one. That will be released, I believe, next week. Uh, and with the progress of engagement so far, if today's meeting is to end conclusively, then we could have, even as soon as sometime next week, or even uh, sometime before the end of month, have the board set uh, on, on Ghana's keys. The schedule I've seen so far up to 17 didn't have Ghana, so we can look at the period after that. But it is it has been coming home, and it's looking more promising now. It's a matter of time now until we get there. Also, we, as I've been uh, saying uh, this afternoon, we're getting indication that Ghana is meeting with the Paris Club uh, of Creditors. What would be the consideration in these negotiations with our external creditors, what needs to give in? Well, I think the consideration is that we have made an application to the Paris Club members for financing assurance. We have to restructure our debt um, for, as a precondition for the IMF program. What we are seeking actually is not terms for restructuring, as the willingness, the consent to say that we stand ready to support you during the program. Uh, it is that that will lead to the formation of the creditor committee and then, of course, the negotiations will follow after the, the program has been approved. So what we are seeking really is they considering what our request is and what it might look like broadly and to say that we stand ready to support you for this proposal you've put before us. And it has to be signed by individual countries, really. So that is what we are seeking to do. The engagement with this committee is just to probably drive home our point and negotiate on what we think is what is needed to achieve that debt restructuring. Then they could give us an agreement in principle in a memorandum of understanding that 
we stand ready to support you on this road, knowing fully well the scale of problems that need solving, that we stand ready to support you on this road. And thereafter, the fine details of the negotiation can proceed. All right. And the memorandum is what we are seeking now. So, so let's say we, we are able to secure board approval next week. What happens next? Well, immediately the IMF board approves the program. The first tranche uh, of the three billion facility will be released. Uh, that could work to about some three hundred or so million thereabouts. Will be released immediately. Uh, what that does is it's, it adds a timely boost to our balance of payment uh, 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 count, and of course our our reserve position really, which is in a precarious state. Now, the start of the program paves way for you to engage your uh, if you like your commercial creditors to even negotiate debt restructuring. I'm talking about euro bonds here, and it will also allow you to zoom fully into the proper debt restructuring conversation with your bilateral creditors. Also, uh, what it does also is that it unlocks the financing uh, options that are available to you. For instance, we have heard that the World Bank has committed a billion to Ghana immediately, or I mean, and it's tied to the program being approved, really. And the 2023 budget is supposed to be financed from some uh, concessional financing sources. All of these will depend on the program. So once a program starts, you can begin to tap into some of these concessional financing to do your necessary programs and projects. And then the actual reforms with the supervision with the IMF starts, where you could begin to correct some of the imbalances with the hope of building back your economy, really. So all of those things kicks that the moment an approval is made. But the most, I think, uh, expected one will be the immediate release of some portion of the $3 billion fund, which is needed to show up the reserves as things stand. Well, while all of this is uh, good news, should Ghanaians expect our economic situation to change once uh, the money is uh, at its best? I mean, you get the feeling that we are all anticipating an IMF program, but our expectations should be measured, right? Yes, we should be very measured in our expectations. You are not going to see inflation tumble to 8% because IMF program is approved. You are not going to see the CD return to the six CD levels it was uh, prior to the whole start of this DDP and all this conversation. You are not going to see growth all of a sudden return to 7 8%. It's a gradual process that will be anchored by the reforms that will be, will be undertaken. And it's actually a very painful process we're going to go through You've heard some of the parameters of the program already. Most likely, there could be a net freeze on employment. You, you could see that um, there will be stricter fiscal, fiscal consolidation going forward, where government may not be able to spend as much as they will, not in a normal circumstance, because we need to consolidate and reduce the rate of debt accumulation. So you are going to see that during that period, you will not see a lot of public investment, especially in capital projects that are particularly growth-enhancing. So it's not, um, if you like, uh, some ice cream in a corner. It's actually uh, maybe two or three years of some strict consolidation and some discipline required to bring back the finances. What it does and why we are hopeful is that you need some of these things to build back the fundamentals on which you can stimulate growth. And so that is where the, the message of hope begins that once the program start, consolidation takes place, the other reforms and visit take place, you are building back the, the, the macroeconomy that is severely dented now, and it creates a springboard for individuals to plan and to invest that can create the needed jobs and then boost the income levels that we all aspire for. So it's not an instant something. 
uh, it will take time for us to realize the gains properly. Thank you so much, uh, Karish Boti, economist, also recent lead at D- GCB Capital. We will be keeping our eyes on this story, see if we have any news uh, about the outcome of the meeting between Ghana and the Paris Club of Creditors. Now, government is expected to get out of the five local banks recapitalized through the Ghana Amalgamated Trust in 2019 by next year. There were concerns that the finance ministry was hiding behind this special purpose vehicle to take over the banks after injecting 800 million Ghana cities into the operations. Speaking on PM Express, Business Edition Chief Executive of the Trust, Eric Otu, insisted there was no plan for government to take over the banks. Bank of Ghana, again, in working with them, had done all the analysis and provided us the estimate. So for uh, Prudential Bank, yeah. uh, as an example, uh, the estimate was about $250 million. Yeah. Uh, similar for uh, UNB. And then for ADB uh, and Omnibusic, uh, these were in the hundreds, so mm-hmm. about 130 uh, million cities. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we had some transaction mm-hmm. costs and uh, some uh, funding required to run the GATS office mm-hmm. uh, itself. So all of that came up to the 800 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to your point, each bank got the funding required by the regulator in order to be fully recapitalized mm-hmm. so they could continue their mm. operations. These these monies, was it done in the form of a credit or is going to be converted into an equity? Okay. So these were all structured, uh, again, using the private equity model mm. as equity investments into the banks. Mm. So for each bank, uh, and that's why I indicated you know, we, we operated on the private equity model, but analyzed the situation for each bank Mm. on a standalone basis because okay. each each company each bank is a little different mm. uh, and we work with a team it wasn't just the the gut board or the gut uh, secretariat but work with a team of advisors uh, in order to do this so uh, a lot of the financial and tax analysis and due diligence was conducted by pwc mm. uh, for all the banks that we were looking at back then uh, and today came up with insights into the financial health mm. and uh, help us to then do our valuations and analysis that help us then to structure the equity investments mm. into each specific bank mm. on a bank by bank basis. And this were all on commercial terms because the funds we give to support uh, the banks were expected to be recouped mm. later on with hopefully a return mm. so that we can then return it to the original source of funds. Managing Director of GCB Bank, John Kofiad Marco, has expressed optimism that banks will show good performance in the coming years after the domestic debt exchange program. According to him, banks would have to restructure the operations and design specific products that will be relevant for the financial sector to enable them to become profitable. Speaking to Joy Business, uh, Mr. Marco advised banks to be prudent and objective in handling their cash flows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, we all know the GDP had an impact uh, uh, on banks. But uh, you've seen the results, um, not very pleasant, but uh, uh, there's a lot of opportunity for us to fix it. Um, there is, uh, have, we have to change the way we work. We have to change the way we approach our customers, our operational uh, uh, in the bank. A lot of these things have to change. Banking will change from the way uh, uh, we've done in the past. 
um, our shareholders have to come to the party. Uh, it's been a challenge for shareholders as well. They lost uh, out on dividend. Some of the banks will need to be uh, capitalized. But for a bank like GCB, look, we have, uh, 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 we have the assets. We have the people. We have the market share. Uh, we have strong shareholders. Um, and it's not impossible uh, to turn the situation around. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Uh, we already started putting certain things in place. We'll have to cut back on a number of things. It's a difficult time to be a bank, um, and we have to fix it. And we need to move forward. We need to be objective and move forward. Um, the milk is spilled already. Let's work to fix the situation. GCB can fix the situation. We just need a bit of time. The bank is still very strong. And I am very confident that uh, 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 GCB will bounce back as the number one bank. While away from banks, the Director General of the Ghana Atomic Energy Commission, Samuel Bwachidampari, has indicated that upgrading the country's gamma irradiation facility is critical in addressing issues regarding food losses. He says the upgrade of the facility would ensure that products and commodities have a longer shelf life. He spoke to Joy Business when the Hungarian ambassador to Ghana paid a courtesy call on him. The Ghana Atomic Energy Commission's gamma irradiation facility is used to eliminate bacteria responsible for food poisoning. The facility, which was last upgraded in 2010, is in a defunct state. In an interview, Director General of the Ghana Atomic Energy Commission, Samuel Buache Dampari, said upgrading the facility is necessary to reduce food losses. What we are trying to do is to look for the opportunity to upgrade it so that it can serve its purpose. It is very accessible. You only have to come to Ghana Atomic Energy Commission to see the director of the Binari Institute and you can, you can strike a deal, agree on terms of usage and all that and, and, and you can then use it, especially for exporters and, and all that. Uh, those who have been exporting, maybe spices, those who are spotting yam and all that. This facility can extend the shelf life of your agriculture produce. So it means that it can be there for a very long time without getting spoiled for years. And that's what we are encouraging them to do, that if they can collaborate with us in that aspect, then in that case we can reduce these post-harvest losses. We have all been talking about food security and all that, and we are very much concerned about Hungarian ambassador to Ghana, Tamás Andri Ferrer, reiterated their commitment to supporting Ghana in its quest to upgrade the facility. The Ghana Atomic Energy uh, Commission has uh, um, a long-established uh, cooperation with one of the Hungarian uh, agencies, the Isotope uh, Agency, and they built uh, the GIF facility uh, for for uh, the commission, and they re refurbished the, this facility in 2010 and I think that the cooperation has been uh, ongoing ever since and now it's again 13-14 years 
so they need refurbishing and even extension again. So I hope that this will happen, and if there is anything that the embassy can do, we'll certainly do that. The commission also called on governments and other stakeholders to support the commission to ensure efficient application of the country's nuclear energy. Now, the Peasant Farmers Association of Ghana has recommended that a dam recently constructed at the Vunania community in Avungu in the Upper East Region be used as a model for constructing dams under the One Village, One Dam initiative. A research facilitated by the association has revealed that the Vunania Dam is better in quality compared to the other dams under the initiative, mainly because all the right steps were followed in its construction. Correspondent Abesari has more. The Vonania Dam is being constructed by the Ministry of Food and Agriculture under the... Whether she's a pet mom, a plant mom, or the mom who raised you, celebrate Mother's Day this year with the gift she'll use all the time. Get up to $400 off Peloton Tread, Row, Guide, or Bike Packages, and choose from accessories like our heart rate band, row mat, cycling shoes, and more. This is the perfect gift for mom to explore what gets her moving. Whether she has 5 or 20 minutes, she can choose from classes like techno rides, country walks, or an 80s row. All access membership and guide membership separate. Offer ends May 14, 2023. Excludes Peloton Tread, Row, Bike, and Bike Plus Basics, and Peloton Guide Standalone. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. With your choice of select sandwich, nugs, fries, and a drink, Wendy's $5 Biggie Bag is your go-to. Your nugget wingman. Your hot and crispy fry co-pilot. Just like us. We're like the bag boys. What? Bag boys, bag boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when we bring your food? <sighs> For a deal you can count on, bet on Biggie and choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Bag boys, bag boys. U.S. price and participation may vary. Includes choice of double-stacked JVC or crispy chicken sandwich with four-piece nugs, junior fry, and small soft drink. Third-party delivery pricing may be higher. To every woman with a will and a workbench. Every mom with a miter saw she's not afraid to use. Every daughter with a drill and the drive. To the women who get their nail guns together. The ones who are welding the gap. The same ones who DIY like no one's watching. At the Home Depot, we see the potential in you because you see the potential in everything. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Dr. Rick here. If you find yourself getting particular about where you get the weather, you may be turning into your parents. Looks like it might rain. Let's see what Corey from Channel 2 has to say. He's something else. I like him better than Harris from Channel 5. You could just look up the weather on your phone. I like Corey from Channel 2. Progressive can't help you from becoming your parents, but we can help you compare rates on home insurance with HomeQuote Explorer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Scott for Scott's here. Do you hear that? Bring the mic in close. That's not how the grass should sound. There's weeds everywhere in this lawn. It's time to take action with Scott's Turf Builder Triple Action. It gets three jobs done at once, kills weeds, prevents crabgrass, and feeds your lawn so it keeps growing strong. Ah, much better. Get a bag of Scott's Triple Action today. It's guaranteed, or your money back. Feed your lawn. Feed it. I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh, yeah. Love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski, the dingarona, the ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. 
Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! <sighs> Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. Ministries own One Village, One Dam initiative, funded by the World Bank and supervised by the Ghana Irrigation Development Authority, GIDA. Although it is now about 85% complete, the Peasant Farmers Association of Ghana believes the Vonania Dam is far better in quality compared to the other dams constructed under the One Village, One Dam initiative. Those other dams which were poorly constructed under the One Village, One Dam initiative were implemented by a private consultant under the auspices of the Ministry of Special Development Initiatives. The Peasant Farmers Association of Ghana, therefore, facilitated a research to look into the issues that ensured that the Vonania Dam came out with superior quality compared to the other dams. The research, which was funded by GIZ, engaged an independent researcher to investigate what accounted for the difference in quality by comparing the Vonania Dam to a dam at the nearby Guinea community, which was one of the dams constructed by the Ministry of Special Development Initiatives at a program to share the findings of the research at Bolgatanga here in the Upper East Region. Dr. Juan Akandi Atule, who conducted the research, gave details of what went into it. So we're supposed to look at the impact of the two dams because the Gia Dam failed, but the Vonania Dam is a success. So what went wrong? In terms of structure, Vonania has an, a designed irrigable area and the superstructure of Vonania Dam is well constructed. That is, the dam wall is well constructed following international protocols. And so that is why it's so different from the Gia Dam where uh, the strict protocols in constructing reservoirs, especially there was no key trench created for the dam wall to rest on. She said the major reason why the Vonania Dam was well constructed was the fact that all critical steps for constructing a dam were followed. They engaged all stakeholders, particularly the community members were engaged, all the technical people that needs to input to ensure that they follow the right protocols, they were involved. So for me, I think it has to do with the approach to the construction that led to the failure of the Gia Dam as compared to the Bonania Dam. And we should also say that it's the funding, because there was no enough funding for the Gia Dam. That's how come maybe the contractor just had to do something. The Ghana Irrigation Development Authority supervised the construction of the Vonania Dam in addition to playing other critical roles. Adam Sita is an engineer with the authority. 
When the project was conceptualized, we realized that the capacity would be great when we do the Vunania with an irrigable area of 15 hectares. It will help the farmers there. And we did a, a key trench. We started filling. We went and engaged with the community. That was the first aspect of any project. We were running surveys and checking with levels. The assemblyman for Vunania, Martin Akayomse, says the dam has been of great benefit to the community, although work on its construction is not yet complete. We are able to have available water that can help us to make some small-scale farming so that we can also earn some small living, I mean money, to make sure that we are able to pay for our school children fees. We are excited about that. The executive director of the Peasant Farmers Association of Ghana, Dr. Charles Nyaba, says the association wants government to use the Vonania Dam as the model which should be replicated for all the One Village, One Dam projects. So we think that uh, with the Vunania Dam that there was proper structures, it was handled by the responsible institution which is responsible for dam construction in the country, even though it's about 85% complete. Even though construction is taking place, farmers are already using water pumps and water view to do dry season farming in, in, in that dam. So we think this is a proper dam that we want the ministry to take special interest in it so that they replicate the findings into other uh, one village, one dam to ensure that at the end of the day, there is value for money and we are able to produce all year round. For now, despite the numerous calls by the Peasant Farmers Association of Ghana, opinion leaders and community members, the dams constructed by the Ministry of Special Development Initiatives under the One Village, One Dam Initiative are yet to be improved upon. For Joy News, Albert Sorry, Bolgatanga. Well, finally for us this afternoon, stakeholders within the construction industry are unhappy. Numerous taxes imposed on them by the government is collapsing businesses. The business owners want a policy-driven agenda to promote locally made building materials to reduce costs of production. Here's more. The pace of expansion in Ghana's construction industry has been relatively slow in recent quarters, reflecting subdued investor and consumer confidence amid rising inflation, currency fluctuation, and disruption in merchandise trade. The global market research in 2021 said the industry was expected to register marginal growth in 2022 as a whole of just 0.9% in real terms, down from 5.7% in 2021. Growth is expected to pick up steadily in 2023 to 2.3% and then accelerate to an annual average of 5.3% between 2024 and 2026. But players within the sector say the growth projected by the global market research may not be achieved with government introduction of the new free taxes, especially the growth and sustainability tax. If we talk about the tax introductions in the country and its effects, to with the industry players in as much as the manufacturing sector is also being suffocated or being choked with tax uh, 
been passed. The same applies to us as well because as a construction industry players, we deal directly with the manufacturing sector and then the financial institutions as well. So anything that affects them affects us adversely. So immediately there is introduction of new taxes in the industry. Automatically our businesses are also affected one way or the other. Because for instance, if you should go and bid for a project possibly last year, that we are on site, that's supposed to have been taking two years to do. Now, with the introduction of a new task, automatically the goods and services within the industry will definitely rise. So if that happens, it will affect the the build-up of the rate that you have in the constru- uh, your contract document. So if you are not very careful, care is not taken, you may finish the work, but you run at a loss. So that is the reason why most of times you see that most uh, construction project doesn't see the completions because the prices of uh, the goods in the market has skyrocketed and then the constru- contractor cannot match it with the existence. So therefore, he needs to go for renegotiation. So if the client is not ready to at least adjust to that up- upwards uh, uh, increase, definitely the contractor may uh, walk out of sight because he wants also to break an even, not to run a loss at a goal. So definitely, as we speak now, any tax introduction in the market affects us, especially the exchange rates, the uh, how do you call it, uh, uh, the uh, import duty, the freight, all those things. For instance, today we are witnessing the launch of a new product of CMAF. It's a good. A product that has been introduced to the market. But the question is, if they are clearing the freights, the ex- export, du- uh, the import duties, and what have you, all those things, they slap it on the product. It makes the price also a little higher. And we, the contractors, we normally go and purchase these items. So that tells you that the prices of our uh, product, that is, the construction works, automatically also increases. Right, and that's uh, the market please uh, this Friday afternoon. Thanks for watching everyone. There is more news as always on our website, myjohnline.com forward slash business. You can read all the day's latest business stories from over there, myjohnline.com forward slash business. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.